0: Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. As a leader and as someone with executive presence, more and more, you're going to be called on to make changes, sometimes quite powerful changes. Or there may be changes that you realize you want to make yourself within your team, within your department, or within the company, or let's go even bigger, within the world. And how do you make that change, right? Because it's a daunting task. It, became, it can be difficult even just to change yourself. How do you change other? independent human beings? How do you change organizations and departments that are used to doing things a certain way? How do you change even outside uh, society or the world? So it can be kind of a daunting task. And those of you who know me know I'm a huge metaphor fan. One thing I am not and never was, unfortunately, was I wasn't a Boy Scout or Eagle Scout. Um, I do have friends who were, and and, uh, so they learned a lot of great outdoor stuff and can probably, hopefully, still start a fire uh, without a lighter and matches uh, the, the old school way. So I want to draw some inspiration from that skill of creating a fire from just bare materials and apply that to how you, as a leader with executive presence, can create a powerful change. So step one is the spark, right? As you prepare, the spark isn't the first thing you prepare, but um, in this terms of the sequence of how things actually happen, uh, the first part is there's a spark. So what that means is you as the leader are the spark or make that spark happen. So it's either by something you do or say or bring people's awareness to, or that you kind of navigate to or get the help of others or create situations where that spark occurs, even if you're not initial spark yourself cuz that's the first step. The second is tinder, right? The spark needs to catch onto something and that's called the tinder. It's usually straw or newspaper or some highly combustible but not long burning material. And that is the equivalent of your first follower, right? Every initiative needs a first follower. And typically The first follower is someone who is easy to convince. They're someone who wanted that thing to happen anyway, or they trust you, or they're on your side. It's very easy for them. They want you to succeed. They are an easy sell. However, just as with actual Tinder, if you just have that one first follower, that does not a fire make. Just the Tinder will burn out. So, once the Tinder has been ignited, you need kindling. Right? So that's a little bit longer burning and can create more sustained heat. So from a executive presence and from a change perspective, those are the gettable middle, right? The second, third, fourth, etc. people who were on the fence but weren't against it, right? Typically there's going to be anywhere from 5 to 25% who are going to be really hard to convince or are never going to be on your side. We're not talking about those people. We're talking about the undecided, the people who are just waiting to see. And you know, once they see those first followers um, and they see the effects, that they are able to come on board and create even more momentum. Now that's not the end though. The fourth step is you need firewood. And that is what creates the sustained fire. Now you're roasting marshmallows. You're, uh, I don't know if you've ever done this, you like put the potatoes. Or Koreans, we put like gogumats, like a sweet potato. And you wrap it in aluminum foil and you stick it in the, uh, in the ashes. It takes way too long, but man, it, it tastes good. Or you can make some chili. Uh, I think I need to go camping or eat something. <laughs> um, but it's the firewood that really creates that warm, sustained fire for whatever you're going to use it for. And that's really the payoff. That's the powerful change. And from an organizational standpoint, that is a transformation and a change in the way people think, the things they do, habits, the systems that support and drive people's behavior. And last but not least, I think you knew I was going to say this, the culture right? What is the culture? The culture is the long-standing, really powerful, long-burning kind of behavior. Not everyone's going to comply with the culture, right? You never get 100%, but that gives you more heat than not, and that's what really creates the powerful change. So has there been a time where you were able to institute a change in your team, in your organization, and what principles did you use, and did your executive presence help you Achieve that. I would love to hear about it. Please leave me a voice message on Anchor FM or email me at joeconnectioncounselor.com. At As you go through your day today or through the next couple days or the next week, and if you come up with a scenario where you really want to make a change, whether it's a small change or even a big change, feel free to use this metaphor, to use this analogy, to use this process to plan and strategize your change rather than winging it. Um, because that will give you better chances for your executive presence to shine and make that change. And people who can create change are valued for that ability. It is not easy to do. It is not easy to sustain. So hopefully, some of these principles will help you towards that goal. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do. Or where, it's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Hi, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and really great topic today based on a question from Sarah Elkins on how listening helps with executive presence. And those of you who know Sarah know that she's a storytelling expert and coach. And I think Sarah will be pleased to know that today's episode will start with a story. And this story is one I'm paraphrasing from something that I learned from Thomas H. Bohm on LinkedIn. He tells this amazing story um, about his father when he was alive. And his father was um, a minister. And in those days, he was sort of doing everything, not just preaching, but also helping out, doing, you know, boys club, fundraising, all these sorts of things that were needed to be done uh, and just helping out. And one day, his father and another uh, elder decided to take the boys' club on a hike. Right, so they went out to town, and they'd hiked for a while. And after a while, Thomas's father realized they were lost, and then the boys realized it too. So now everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, we're lost." So this is a very stressful situation, right? He's in charge uh, of these boys, and he doesn't know where they are because they're lost. Now, one little boy thought it was his place to remind the pastor that they were lost and that maybe they should pray that they find their way. So Thomas's father, right, even though he's a little child asking him to do this, uh, could have taken it kind of in, the, in, a, in a different way. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.